Hey, you're listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information and free resources, you can check out SovereignGraceMusic.org. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to the Sound Plus Doctrine podcast. My name is Bob Coughlin. I'm here with David Zimmer, my son Devin Coughlin, and we are in the middle of a series of podcasts talking about shepherding souls through song. Yeah. And we've talked about how when we lead songs, it's it's more than anything a pastoral function. Mm-hmm. We've talked about how uh, songs feed the church, how we're meant to lead the church as we, as we sing songs. And today I want to talk about how songs help us care for the flock. Mm-hmm. Um, every week we, we have this opportunity to care for the souls of the people in our, in our congregation, not only through the preaching of the word, through the fellowship, through prayer, but through the songs we choose to sing. Mm. And it struck me, I mean, I've been leading now for 45 years, um, that everyone who comes into our meetings is struggling with at least one of three things, and usually all of them. And that would be sin, suffering, or self-sufficiency. Uh, you know, people come in just weighed down by the, their fight against sin, that they sins they can't overcome, or even the condemnation of sin, the guilt of sin, sins that they may have confessed, but they they walk in just feeling guilty, uh, or they're struggling with suffering. You know, the the challenges of life, emotional, financial, relational, situational, uh, they're going through suffering. Some of it may be you know temporary. Some of it may be long term. But they walk in every Sunday, and they're, they're in this battle. Mm. And then some people come in, they're fighting self-sufficiency. They may, may not even know it. You know, kind of like, I'm here because, you know, I'm supposed to be here. I don't really need this. And mm. I, I'm kind of doing the church a favor by being here. And we can address each one of those issues through the words we say mm. and the songs we sing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Devin, you have anything to add to that just in terms of thinking about shepherding, caring for, even counseling the people? Uh, like as you look at your congregation, what are you seeing? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, it's we talked about another part of this conversation just about uh, the importance of presence and, and being there. And, and an implication of that is knowing these people mm, and knowing cool. what they're going through. And right. um, as I look out at my congregation as I'm leading the singing, I'm thinking about uh, who these people are and mm. the things that are going on in their lives. Um, and it brings me a lot of joy yeah. in, in leading where it's, I get to encourage them with this truth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As I as I think about this individual who who has experienced this significant loss mm-hmm. or is struggling with condemnation over this sin, I get to bring gospel life giving truth yes. Yes. to their situation. Mm-hmm. And what what a joy and a privilege that is to care for them in that way. Yes. And it's not just I think as yeah. we're there in that moment, but it's also as I'm preparing and as uh, as I'm. Praying through what God has for us that week, sure. um, I'm I'm I want to have my finger on the pulse of the congregation, right? And uh, being aware of what's going on in our in our local context. Um, hmm. I don't need to be so much concerned with what's going on in a global context or even a national context. Hmm. That might play a part, yeah, but yep, that doesn't yep. necessarily have to. What I want yeah. to do is care for my people with where they are, 
right then and there. Yeah. And and singing is a wonderful gift. Singing gospel rich, uh, true biblical songs yeah. is a wonderful way to do that. Amen. Well, and in such a different perspective than and I really love this song. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the one we're gonna sing. Yeah. Because yep, of, yep. I mean, it's hot. That's kind of been what what we've been, you know, dialoguing about is um, the intentionality of how we're caring. Yes. Yeah. And yes. just what you said, if if you have no idea what your people are going through, yeah. and it's just you're just trying to pick great songs, it's just you're missing a wonderful gospel opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and caring for people, it's this long term thing where it's, yeah. I know, so I mean, as we gather together, I know that the songs that we sing regularly, they're going to stick with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are going to be with people uh, long after we're done singing them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just throughout that week, but then also months and years ahead. I mean, yes. I, I remember songs that we sang that I wish we probably didn't sing when I was a little kid <laughs> hey, hey, that hey, I know hey. very well. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you've grown a lot. <laughs> and so I'm aware of that. I mean, as we're singing, that the children that are that are with us mm. as we're singing, these songs are going to become a part of the fabric of their thought. Yeah. And uh, that, I mean, I want, I want to steward that well. Those yeah. songs matter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, matter. for better or worse, they'll become a part of the fabric of your thought. And, um, and I mean, I think I've heard people talk about this before. But when when somebody you go to the hospital and yeah. or or you go to uh, somebody who's in hospice, you don't gather around and you don't hear people say, "Hey, can you play that sermon from nineteen ninety six that I heard?" Uh, can you go get the tape player? Yeah, can we play that sermon? <laughs> That's no nobody's saying that, um, or and you don't you don't really hear people saying. Uh, can you read that sermon from? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Eighteen twenty six. It's can we sing? Yeah. Uh, can we sing? My hope is built on nothing less mm. than Jesus' blood yeah. and righteousness. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Right. They're not asking to sing Father Abraham. They're not <laughs> asking to sing Father Abraham songs. either. Um, you mentioned uh, gospel life giving truth mm. and. And one of the things that I've realized through the years, you know, there are many truths that we can seek to use in caring for people's souls. There is none greater than and more essential than the gospel. Mm. Most of our problems, most of our difficulties arise from the fact that we are that we have a deficient or inaccurate understanding of the gospel mm. or, or experience of the gospel. And that's because we don't really understand it. Mm. And so one of the best things we can do when, when leading God's people in song is to help them understand first what Jesus coming to live a perfect life and die in our place and rise from the dead, what it means and why it's important, and then how it applies mm. to our lives, mm. and just help people see that. You know, there's there's a, a danger in becoming or calling yourself like a gospel-centered church, and that is that the gospel become boring or mm. dull. Mm. People become dull to hearing about it, and we never want to let that happen. And one of the ways we can keep that from happening is to just keep applying it in different ways each week. You know, this is why this matters. Mm. So there are, I mean, a lot of 
areas of our lives, you know, these battles we face, sin, suffering, self-sufficiency, that, that the gospel specifically addresses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Things like, uh, you know, condemnation. Yeah. When we, when we walk into a room, we're feeling weighed down by our sins, you know, how great is it to, you know, not only say from the Word of God, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, Romans 8.1, but to sing words like, when Satan tempts me to despair mm-hmm. and tells me of the guilt within... Right. Yeah. You know, I just go to the refrigerator and eat some more ice cream. You know, that, that's what we tend to do. But no, we're saying, no, you know, upward yeah. I look and see yeah. him there who made yeah. an end of all my yeah. sin. Yeah. And then that song, Before the Throne of God Above, articulates how that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because the sinless Savior died. My sinful soul. soul is counted yeah. free. For God the just is satisfied to look on him. Yeah. And pardon me. Yeah. Yeah. Or I was, I've been thinking about uh, City Light, so appreciate a lot of what they're doing. Yes, Christ amen. is mine forevermore. Mine is hope in my Redeemer. Though I fall, his love is sure. Mm-hmm. For Christ is paid mm-hmm. for every failing. I'm his forevermore. Oh, yeah. it's so good. And that is truth that can set people free. Yeah. 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 We oh, don't. Yeah. You know, we don't want to assume people are going to walk in the meeting feeling condemned, sing a bunch of songs, hear a message, and then walk out of the meeting feeling condemned. Yeah, yeah. They might, but let it not be because we failed to impress upon them mm. the, the truth and the reality and the implications of what Jesus has done. That's yeah. good. Another way people can walk into a meeting is just feeling you know, distant from God, feeling mm-hmm. uh, separated from Him. Mm-hmm. And we can remind them that you know, God showed His love for us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ mm-hmm. died for us, Romans 5.10. But also we can sing words like, Bold I approach the eternal throne and claim the crown through Christ. Mm-hmm. My own, like there is no more separation mm. because of what Jesus has done. And if you're feeling distant from God, yeah, it may be because of unconfessed sin, but if you're confessing it now, there's no reason for you to feel yep. as though God is somehow withholding himself from you. He has come to you in Christ. Mm-hmm. We can feel as though. Uh, you know, God is not aware of us, as though God's forgotten us, as though, you know, everybody else is a child of God. We're not. No, Romans 8.15 says that we have been, the Spirit makes us aware that we've been adopted into God's family. We can call mm-hmm. him Abba Father, mm-hmm. and we can sing lines like, and now we've been adopted through his blood eternally. Mm-hmm. So there's this whole yeah. list of of ways that we can address what people are going through. Something that people mm-hmm. struggle with is just being secure in God's love. Mm-hmm. You know, and Romans 8, 37, 39 says, we can never be separated from God's love for us in Jesus Christ. Nothing can do that. And we can sing, no power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand. Mm-hmm. That's just not a great song. It's a great song for a reason. Yeah. yeah. And the reason is yeah. because it gives us so many ways to apply. Well, first it tells us what Jesus did through his life, death, and resurrection. And then it says, this is how you can apply this. Those mm-hmm. no guilt in life, mm-hmm. no fear in death. This is the power of Christ mm-hmm. in me. So 
you know, there are just all these ways, if we think about our congregation, if we know our congregation, we know the things that, you know, they're going through, in the context of the word that's being preached, you know, from Sunday to Sunday, we can choose songs that actually care for them mm. and counsel them. You know, uh, another situation, someone fighting for, the, you know, a victory over sin. We can sing, the prince of darkness grim, we tremble not for him, his rage we can endure for lo, his doom is sure. And just mm. to, you know, we got to help people recognize this yep. is what we're singing, this is why it matters. Yep. Amen. thoughts? Amen to that. Okay. I didn't mm -hmm. know if you had more thoughts. Um, I just was going to sing A Mighty Fortress. <laughs> okay, we could do that. Let's sing the 46. Um, I, and I think another way, so all those ways we can apply the gospel, and then specifically to, uh, you know, battles against sin, I think we can help people understand that it, it's not being emotionally changed, emotionally moved that changes us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just singing a worship song yeah. that changes us. Yeah. It's... It's actually remembering God's word and trusting in the finished work of the Savior. Yeah. That's what changes us. Remember, yeah. Harold Best, who's just written some wonderful books, Music Through the Eyes of Faith and Unceasing Worship among them, um, said that being moved emotionally is not the same as being changed morally. And mm. what changes us morally is the truths that we're singing. Mm. So that, that makes a difference in how I lead. It makes a difference in the songs I choose. And it makes a difference in you know, looking for songs that specifically reference it is the power of Christ in his spirit that works in us that enables us to live lives of, of victory. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So I think yeah. of the third verse of uh, all I have is Christ. Now, Lord, I would be yours alone and live so all might see the strength to follow your commands could never come from me. Mm -hmm. That's so encouraging. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm, if I'm battling against lust or anger or uh, impatience or wh whatever it is, that power to fight that against that sin, that comes through Jesus mm -hmm. and what he's done. Amen. And we want songs that that help us remember that. Well, and you're, you're pointing out specific um, issues that we would be struggling with week to week. Yes, right? yes. And finding songs that are specifically talking about those things. Yeah. That's what's so impactful to me, yeah. is that it isn't just songs that are going to lift you and make you feel better. Mm -hmm. And if, you're, if you feel better, you'll get pulled out of the whatever yeah. thing you're yeah, just in. Just forget about that for a few minutes. Yep. Yeah. Let's just enjoy singing. Exactly. And so instead of like just a sedative for the suffering or the sin you're struggling with, mm, that's a good way of putting it. it's like, no, 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 I'm gonna, we're going to anchor ourselves yep. in these specific truths for that specific... Yes. I mean, just what a pastor would do. When yes. Yeah. yes. And exactly. they cares for people as they then go out into the world and yeah. into their neighborhoods and workplaces and schools. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's it's this truth that we then we we carry with us yeah. as we go out, um, rather than just giving people this um, brief trip into the heavens right. uh, where we can leave all our earthly cares behind. It's giving them truth that that reorient their perspective yes. on all yeah. the That's weight uh, that that burdens them, yeah. um, and and frees them from that. 
but it's not just for that moment, which is all an experience promises, mm-hmm. uh, but it's for walking through the, the valleys Yes, uh, that we can be reminded of these truths. And, and by giving people, feeding people, by leading people, uh, we care for people yeah. um, as they then go out and walk through those valleys. Which often makes them more aware of God's presence. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. Those, those don't have to be pitted against right. each other. Yeah. You know, we want to be, we are a people of his presence, but we don't pursue God's presence without sub- supporting facts and truths and realities. It's not just some force, you know, that we're trying to feel. Yeah. It's an awareness that he is with us yep. through his word, yep. through our union with Christ, through the finished work of Christ on the cross. He is actually with us by his spirit, but mm-hmm. that is grounded in truth. And it makes it less of something that we, you know, we feel we have to try and find or you know find the right combination for. It is it is based on truth. It's rooted in truth. And I think mm-hmm. of, of we've talked about being in the valley. It, you know what we want to do is not only provide comfort for people when they're suffering, which is good and natural and biblical, but hope and mm-hmm. strength mm-hmm. Yeah. for people. Yeah, you know it's yeah. it, there. There's sometimes. You know, when people talk about lament, which is, we'll do, I'm sure... Good and pod- right. It is good and right, yeah. and I'm sure we'll do some podcasts on that. Um, but it's not just groveling in our, mm. in our suffering. Mm. It's not just saying, yeah, everything's broken. Oh, man. Mm. It's bringing people to a place of hope yeah. and mm-hmm. strength, acknowledging the situation. We lament with hope. Yes, absolutely. Well, and I, what Dev said, reorienting our perspective. Yes. So helpful for yes. me. Yeah. Well, trials can reveal self-sufficiency and mm-hmm. idolatry. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you might be suffering because you've put your hope in idols and they're not delivering. Mm. I mean, that's, that's, yep. that happens all the yep. time. Mm. And, and yet we feel like a victim because we're in pain. Not every pain is like something that you should say, oh, I'm sorry you're in pain. I mean, you can start there, but it may be. But the reason you're in pain is because you've been worshiping idols in your heart. Mm. And God wants to clarify that. Mm. He wants to free you from that. He wants to refine you. Yeah, so you can trust in his word and his promises. Mm. And I I think it reminds me of this uh, time one Sunday years ago when... I had chosen the songs f- around the th- this theme of suffering, and we sang um, "It Is Not Death to Die," which was a remake of an old hymn. Um, God moves in a mysterious way, and um, uh, which is it's old William Cooper hymn, which again we we redid, and then a song called "New Again," which talks about Jesus' triumph over death, and uh, that song the, that weekend specifically was in response to a man in our congregation who had died that Thursday in an automobile wreck. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, to comfort but give hope. And I think we may even start it with, Great is thy faithfulness. Mm-hmm. You know, oh God, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Mm-hmm. And to counsel people, to walk them through that deep, you know, real suffering and I want to find songs that would enable, give us the words to, to walk through that with hope. So that, mm-hmm. that's how we shaped it. 
Uh, we had something totally different planned, but you know, when he died on Thursday, he said, okay, we're throwing all that out and we're, yeah. we're going back to the drawing board. Yeah. And I think God helped us mm. uh, sing songs that kind of walked us through the process of, uh, you know, God's, gonna be f- God's faithful regardless of, of what we're going through. You know, death is is evil, but it's a doorway for those who have trusted in Christ. It's a doorway mm-hmm. to seeing Him mm-hmm. f- and being with Him forever. Mm-hmm. God moves in a mysterious way. We don't always know why He's doing what we do, what He's doing, but we can trust Him. And then new again, which we just referred to. You know how how God sees us in our tears. He sees us in our sorrow, but Jesus has triumphed over death. Mm-hmm. And it's a more uh, victorious song. It's a more triumphant song. But by that time, we had been able to, to walk through the thoughts and the grief and you know, at least process to some degree, yeah, this is evil, this is bad, but God's with us, he's given us hope, and mm. in the end, Jesus has really triumphed yeah. over death. And I think it's so important to note that mm. you didn't come in that Sunday morning and introduce all these songs to the congregation. These were not new songs Absolutely. for oh, that's good. Y- yeah. your congregation to sing, but you've been preparing people for this as you've these songs became a part of of the the hymnal yeah, of your yes. church and uh, and so they were already in people's hearts and so then it was just um helping them respond mm. uh, in those moments i love how um uh there's a book came out i think last year matthew mccullough called remember death mm. and he talks about just the, the adversity and the suffering and the death that is characteristic of all humanity it's a universal experience and uh and how we we want to distance ourselves from death because death threatens to take away and it will take away everything that yes, uh, in this yeah, world that yeah. we can hope in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then he says at one point he says, "But Jesus came to give us what death can't touch." Yeah. <laughs> and so each week mm-hmm. as we as we sing songs as as a people, that's what we get to point people to this hope yes. that is. Hopeful and joyful in the midst of death, yeah. in the mm-hmm. face of death, yeah. because mm-hmm. death can't touch the eternal life that we have mm. through Jesus Christ. Yes. Remember, I, I think I heard Kevin Twitt say this, um, but I think he might have been quoting someone else. I'm not sure. We aren't just planning songs for Sunday. We are preparing people to live and die. Yeah. Mm. That's what we're yep. doing when we're leading, mm-hmm. which really changes the playing field. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's not just, and we've said this a number of times. It's not just about picking songs that resonate with people. Yeah. It is about asking what what truths can we sing, what scriptures can we read, what words can we say that are going to prepare people to walk out yeah. of this room mm-hmm. and live their life in such a way that they do everything for the glory of God in the name of Jesus Christ, giving mm-hmm. thanks to God the Father through Him. What, and what songs can we sing they are going to prepare them yeah. to die? If they die this week, if they find that they have a terminal illness. So like Devin said, it's, it's, it's to, these kinds of songs are to be a regular part of our diet yeah. because yeah. while our whole church went through that death a number of years ago, you can bet that every Sunday there are people... Well, like I said earlier, every people who are battling sin, right. suffering, and self-sufficiency. All of those things are universal. They touch us all every yeah. week, Yeah. and whether or not we recognize it or not. And so that's why I think uh, you you had mentioned this idea of reorientation. But one thing I'll talk about a lot of times as we gather, it's we're we're gathered to be reoriented to reality, mm. and so to to we are need to be reminded of 
ultimate reality, and yeah. that's found in God as He's revealed Himself to be, uh, and the and it's found in the hope that He gives us in the midst of uh, a world that suffers under the consequences of the fall. Yeah, um, and we have hope in the face of that. Well, and the person who's picking the songs and thinking through this shepherding needs to believe. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you can't just be picking songs for grieving people. Right. You're well, believing this, the yeah. truth. And this yes. sin and the suffering, yes. it touches yes. you too. Yeah. 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 It's not yeah. just for those people out there. That's it's right. for yeah, yeah. you too. And I mean, I'm I'm very aware uh, that that when whatever suffering takes place or whatever condemnation that people might be experiencing, like that could be me. Yeah. Yes. Any given day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I need yeah. this truth. Yeah. Well, so often when I'm preparing, I prepare our Sunday service, and so often when I'm preparing it, I I get so encouraged, you know, just yeah. as I'm thinking. Through I want to sing. Yeah, just I'm thinking through the scriptures, these words, yeah. and then when I share it with the team on Sunday morning, I get encouraged all over again, yeah. and it should be that yeah. way because it's not a performance, it's mm-hmm. not just a, a template. Well, you just do, you know, just plug it in, plug yeah. and play. These are life-changing realities that we need, that we have to remind ourselves of because we forget them so easily. Yep. And, and the, the thing we don't want to do is, one of the things we don't want to do is become professionals. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I've been doing this for 45 years or some, somewhere around there. I still, every Sunday, feel like, wow, what's, this, what's the Lord going to do this Sunday? Mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I have enough experience to know he's going to do something, but I don't know what it is. I mean, a few weeks ago, we were singing before the throne of God above and through masks, and it was the, the hundred or so people who were there, just there was this surge of, of volume and affection. I thought, yeah, God's meeting us right now. Mm. Thank you, Lord, that mm. these, these realities, maybe in the midst of you know, everything we're going through, it's just mm. we need to remember these truths that we have an intercessor, that we are one with Christ, that we cannot be separated Amen. from him. And mm. you know, it, it's meant to affect us yeah. for all the right reasons. Right? Yeah. So that, that's, you know, when we, we talk about this you know, shepherding people's souls through song. When I've taught this over the years, I've had people come back to me you know, years later and say, you know, I heard that message or may, it might have been choosing songs wisely or something like that. And I went home and reviewed like all our songs and we threw out a third of them. Yeah. Mm. And I'd say, you know what? That might be a good thing. Mm. I mean, it, it is a good thing if you're being intentional about the songs you're singing. Yeah. Right? And, and wanting to have songs in your repertoire that aren't just, eh, everybody likes to sing that. Yes. But they're going to enable the word of Christ to dwell in people richly right. in the midst right. of all the battles. Right. But I think an implication right. of this is that we do have uh, a defined canon yeah. of songs yeah. mm-hmm. in one sense. That, so songs that we sing regularly, that people take with them, and that yes. we sing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things, I think, in our late modern context, where people are, just, we're, in, we're infatuated mm-hmm. with the new and the novel. Instant and gratification. So, kind yeah, of, and, yeah. Well, but mm-hmm. it's just, mm-hmm. I want to sing the most recent songs. And so maybe yeah. the diet of yeah. my, my church's songs, if a song's older than five years ago, it's like, we're not singing it anymore. Right. And, or every year, every, I, I mean, there have been times where we've, we've thought through, we've talked about, like, oh, like, how often should we teach new songs? Maybe should yeah. we teach them every month? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you do the math, and it's it's like it doesn't work for yeah. you to have. We used to teach them two times, two new songs a month, which was just crazy. Yeah, and and it, the math doesn't work yeah. as far as what people can actually absorb. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have we live in an unprecedented age of access mm-hmm. to songs, yeah. mm-hmm. good and bad. 
Yeah, yep, yep. and uh, we want to steward that well. And That's so, for so for my congregation, I mean, I want I want to sing great songs. Mm-hmm. And we there are enough great songs out there that we can sing great songs, mm-hmm. and that can be uh, the the uh, yeah a part of the fabric of our of our church and life together. Um, as we seek to uh, look to the hope that's in Jesus Christ in the midst of suffering yes. and sin and self-sufficiency. Yes, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Amen. What a privilege. Amen. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a privilege it is to to be able... You don't have to be a pastor to do this. Yep. Uh, you should be delegated by a pastor. Um, but to care for people, to be, a, to, tool, to be a tool in the hands of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to shepherd people's souls. Mm-hmm. It's, it's thrilling. Amen. Mm-hmm. Love doing it. Amen. I think we're going to need another session on this. We have one more session to talk about. <laughs> Some yes. things to talk through, which is great. <laughs> I'm happy to do that. I'll stick around. Oh, thanks, Doug. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at SovereignGraceMusic.org.